We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Fula. After further review, I'm Derek Lawson here with Frank Vashner and David, the man of God, Harris. And we're going to have our AFC and NFC North NFL preview. What's up, David? Football, I can't be better. Can't be better. And I know you've got your great preview. We've always had it on the last few seasons. I think what we're going to do is we're going to start with the NFC North because, you know, Frank Vashner is pretty much upset of about USA Today's pick of his Detroit Kittens uh, fruit. Who is Jessica Edwards? And it says, hey, Frank. Hold on, Frank. Hold on. Because of, once again, we're in the studio here and we can't really hear you too much. So we're going to have to switch up the music. Now go, Frank. All right. Uh, Turn it on. It is on. Oh, it is on? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, let's see what we got going on here. This is the reason why sometimes I don't. Uh, David's there, but Frank, what's going on? Oh, not a whole lot. Like David said, football is here. I'm transitioning from baseball to football. Oh, okay. And who is Jessica Edwards? That's Fruit? actually the mother of a pit, former pitcher at Dundee High School, Zach Fruit, who's going to be playing his college baseball at Lansing Community College. Okay, that's the mom? Yeah, that's how, a, how do you know the mom? Because of, of all your, uh, uh, let's just say social I media get, stuff. Yeah, and yeah. he just graduated, right? Yeah, he and he also did play for Blissfield Post three two five as well. Blissfield Post three two five. Yeah, like like a wood bat league. That's American Legion baseball. That's what I've been announcing for. On, that's what I did this past weekend. Oh, really? There, yeah, I did their uh, the. Uh, the uh, Michigan American Legion uh, Zone Two Class Double A tournament at Blissfield that Stevensville ended up winning. Wow, that's that's a lot of words. The Michigan Zone Two, the Division Michigan American 16. Legion baseball mm-hmm. Zone Two Class Double A, Class Double A Central Division slash. No, no <laughs> it's not really a division. It was just basically a zone. It was the equivalent of a regional, and Stevensville advanced to uh, Sault Ste. Marie for the state tournament. Sioux all the way up there. Yeah. Why can't they have it become more centrally located? In the uh, you'd have to ask uh, the people in charge for that. Isn't Sault Ste. Marie up in the uh, Upper, Upper Peninsula? Yes, the sir. UP? Yes, sir, it you is. You had to go all the way up there. No. I, didn't ha- uh, I didn't have right, to go up there. I know, because you're here with us today. But think about it. What if the Mackinac Bridge wasn't built yet? You'd have to go all the way around the Wisconsin through to get to the UP. Or probably just fly up there. Right, that is true. Uh, but David the Man of God Harris, he has his NFL selection uh, picks. Uh, we'll start with the AFC North. No, actually, excuse me, the NFC North first, so then we can get things out of the way. So go ahead, David. What is your predictions on this NFC North? Sure, we'll go from worst to first, and, and worst I have character Chicago Bears. Why? Finishing at, I just think it's another year. Do they have all the pieces together? Yes, but I think playing both in that division and just I'm still – like, I understand the hype about Mitch Trubisky, but who are the skilled players around him? And trying, and, the, and I developed a little bit of a running game last year, but 
you can only go so far with the running game. And I think just being in that division, you're pretty much guaranteed at least three losses between or out of the four games between Minnesota and Green Bay. So I think they'll probably split kind of with Detroit probably. But I just don't see where the wins are coming from. And so the USA Today had them 7-9. I go 6-10. and 10. But I think it won't be like 6-10 and 10 and all 10 will be lost. I think there will be some close game, a lot of one possession, one possession losses. So it will be closer than 6-10. and 10. But they'll still be in that hamster wheel. Well, let's look at their schedule. They start off with at the Packers on September 9th. Then they got the Seahawks the 17th. Cardinals the 23rd, the Buccaneers the 30th, at the Dolphins on October 14th. They even have a game against the Patriots on the 21st of October. The Jets at the Bills versus the Lions versus the Vikings. Back at Detroit on the 22nd, which I believe is Thanksgiving. Yes, that's the Thanksgiving game this year. Yeah, uh, you'll be carving up some turkey, huh, Frank? Yeah, who knows? knows? I don't really know what Thanksgiving is going to hold. Will you share some turkey with Mrs. Fruit? Um, (laughs) I'm going to be having, more than likely, I'll be having Thanksgiving dinner with my family. Oh, okay. Now you won't be up at the the American Legion, Wood Bass Central Division, Double A, Triple A, Zone 2, Baseball baseball, Indoor Season, Fall League. (laughs) Announcing th- that on Thanksgiving, no, will you? and plus, uh, I believe I believe at that time, uh, uh, Coach Tuttle will be in Florida. Okay, and then they they have the Giants, the Rams, the Packers on the 16th at the 49ers. That'd be an interesting one. Uh, two days before Christmas, and then they end the season at the Vikings. Uh, yeah, the the Bears. I I do kind of agree with you. Could possibly go six and ten. Depends on what Trubisky does. Um, very young team, but. How the North is set up, I, I still don't understand. See how you got them probably being last. Maybe because Rodgers is back and the Vikings are pretty good. But I think the Bears and the Lions might be fighting for that last spot. Uh, what do you think? Well, I think that yeah, I kind of agree with David that the Bears are going to be 6-10, and 10, but it's not like they're Wait a minute. Is, is this, is the way this division looking, is this one of the better divisions top to bottom? It's Vikings, probably, Packers. It's better than in years past. Yeah. I will say that. Okay. Yeah, but the issue I have is that USA Today. Wait, has, wait, wait. Well, let's, David, you know, yeah. David, this is his segment. David, what, you, you know, let's, let him answer some questions. So what do you think of my assessment? Yeah, I, I think talked about, well, I would put it probably at the second best division in the NFC behind the NFC South. I still think the NFC West is still kind of. You have your, like with the LA Rams coming up, I still think the um, Seattle, Arizona kind of bringing up the pack, and then San Francisco kind of bringing up the pack. But so I think, I would say those two, the North and the West, are tied for second best, kind of top to bottom. But yeah, just the way that the NFC North kind of cross division is set up, it's a brutal schedule for Chicago. Like it could be, you know, October before they get their first win. Wait a minute. I'm just looking at this. Okay, so I understand the Packers. You got the Seahawks. The 30th is against the Buccaneers, and they won't even have Jameis Winston. No, that would be Jameis' first game back. I thought he was out for four. He's out three games. I thought it was four. Yeah, he's out three. So, yeah. Well, still, though, his first game back, though, I don't know. He might have to knock the rust off a little bit. That could be at the Dolphins, David, October 14th. Well, I mean, yeah, coming off of a bye, I think – Kind of having those two weeks, 
road game. So basically, Miami's what you're saying really is the, the first the first quarter of the season, the Bears are going to pretty much be zero and four. Well, hold on a second. What about is the game against Seattle in Seattle? It's or? at home, and that's that no, team is dysfunctional. Yeah, because. The Legion uh, of Boom ain't there no more, David. Richard Sherman's gone. Cam Chancellor retired. Earl Thomas may not be back. But, I mean, who does Chicago have that can still stop Russell Wilson? Like, I would, I would flip it on the other way. Like, What receivers does Russell Wilson have? I mean, and then and remember, they don't have the defense. Trubisky could come out with a you know a good year. I mean, I, I don't know, David. I, I think they got it out of those four games. I think the Buccaneers and the Seahawks, as it stands right now, as we're talking in late July, those are two games they could possibly win. Heck, they probably couldn't even win in in Green Bay, maybe, possibly, even though I know Aaron Rodgers is back. So, I don't know. I would go out and say they probably would have one or two wins. I don't think they go 0-4 the first quarter of the season. So, that's a guesstimate 2-2 two two heading into the bye. Yeah. And then you could possibly so get a then, win against the Dolphins, which makes you three and two. I, the Patriots—that's a tall task. They could be three and three. We already know the Jets and the Bills are straight doo doo. Uh, so that's five wins right there. Five and three. You got the Lions. That could be a possible win, and it's at home. That could be six. So you're looking at what six and three at that point after nine games. Probably lose to the Vikings, six and four. Then you got the Lions at the Lions. Uh, I mean, I might tip the scale of the Lions because it's at home and it is Thanksgiving. Um, you're at the Giants. That's still – I think that's still kind of up in the air too with the Giants, what they're going to have. I mean, I know they got Saquon Barkley, How the health of uh, OBJ. Um, I don't know. That that could be a, maybe a win. So now you're looking at maybe seven wins already and the season not even played out yet. I think the Rams – uh, L.A. team coming to the cold environment, that could maybe tip in the favor of the Bears. I think they probably do lose the Packers at home. You're at the 49ers. Uh, Jimmy G is still dating porn stars. You don't know where his mindset is. Uh, I, right now, what I'm looking at it, David, you're right. 6-10 and 10 could be possible, but this team could probably go 7-9, 8-8 eight eight too. I mean, I, I think 7-9 could Seventy nine, six to ten is where I have. I don't think they get more than seven wins. Just going through the schedule. So over under, basically, me and you agree. Over under, possibly six games, but not over seven. Yeah, maybe eight and eight, which is better. They went five and eleven last year. Three game improvement. And I just think that they'll still be in the basement of the NFC North. I just think. Well, they were in the basement the last year. Yeah, and just the way that their schedule plays out. This year is just like they have a decent stretch in October, kind of October, and November, where they have three winnable games back to back Jets at the Bills and then Detroit. But like they have some brutal home games, and then they not brutal away games, but you know, going West Coast at San Francisco late in the season, going to Green Bay Monday night football to start the season, going to Arizona. Like those, those are some games that could be. Pretty bad watching if I'm a Bears fan. And we're looking. We're looking. I'm looking at the death chart right here. Right, right receiver. We got Allen Robinson, tight end Trey Burton, left tackle Charles Leno Jr., left guard Kyle Long, Cody Whitehair is the center, right guard is James Daniels, Bobby Massey is the right tackle. The other wide receiver is Taylor Gabriel, Mitchell Trubisky obviously is the starting quarterback. Fullback is Michael Burton, and your running back is Jordan 
powered. Um, it doesn't have, I don't see the, uh, or okay, the base, their defense is going to be a 3-4 defense. Um, you're looking at nose tackle Eddie Goldman, um, Jonathan Bullier, Leonard Floyd as the outside linebacker, Danny Trayvinthan is the inside linebacker, um, Warquan Smith is also another linebacker, and Aaron Lynch. Kyle Fuller, he he's coming along as the cornerback. Adrian Amos is the uh, strong safety. Eddie Jackson is the full safety, and Amukamara is the another. Oh, Prince Amukamara, yeah, cornerback. But when we look at though, the the it looks like to me the NFC North is going to probably be uh, uh, pretty uh, with Aaron Rodgers coming back and the emergence of the Vikings, and you know you can't leave out the Lions with Stafford. It uh, looks like it's probably going to be one of the better divisions. And, I mean, getting seven to eight wins this season is a great improvement for the Bears, but it's probably just not going to be good enough considering that this is actually one of the better divisions in, in the NFL. Yeah, it, but it'll be, like, it'll be fast improvements, and I think we'll learn a lot about Mitchell Trubisky this season okay. just by kind of how he handles pressure or how he handles – everyone talks about the sophomore, sophomore junior transition – just kind of those first three years in the league are always not a telltale sign about the rest of the career, but it teaches you a lot. And so I think the Stravinsky's right in the heart of that. That's, like, we'll, we'll see who he is. Let's move on. The Lions, the Detroit Kittens. What do you got, uh, Franklin? <laughs> well, for one, USA Today says they're going to go 6-10, and 10, which... Wait a minute. How is that possible if we have the Bears at 6? Both teams going to be 6-10? and 10? Well, I am... Re- Here's what it says. that It could be two steps forward and one step back under rookie head coach Matt Patricia. This year will be a step back for a team that has one home game in its final four weeks. So that's what you're mostly basing it off of is the fact that their schedule is only one home game in the final four weeks. Come Let's look on. at their schedule here. you got the Jets opening up. That could be a win. You're at the 49ers. That could possibly be a win. So you could start off 2-0. and well, I'm I, I've got it in front of me. Well, I know the Jets forty nine. I'm, I'm saying it. Then the third game, you got the Patriots at home. They're not beating New England. Why not? <laughs> uh, two words: Tom Brady. Yeah, they said that during the Super Bowl about the Eagles, and guess who won the Super Bowl? Well, Philadelphia the Eagles are much better. Eagles. Eagles are a much better team. No, 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 no. Everybody was talking about how Tom Brady was the goat. When you put up the mirror, you see an actual animal with the goat going. And the Eagles came in and won the game. You don't even know if Belichick still does. He have the full team after that whole Malcolm um, Butler. Butler situation, which they still haven't explained. Which he, you know, Sean's Hennessy or Shaughnessy was trying to ask him questions about it, and he kind of avoided it and said that will happen last season. We're in the new season. I mean, didn't they didn't they say that he uh, violated curfew or something like that? Well, who knows? He some are saying curfew, some are saying that Bill Belichick was just upset with him and just didn't want to play him. I think it's weird that he played ninety percent of the snaps throughout the season in the playoffs and then just didn't play at all in the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. So we don't know what's going on with that, but I'm pretty sure you're going to get handed to pound town anyway against them. So you go two and one. Then you're at the Cowboys. Um, that could be an interesting game. Well, I'm going to give you the win on that one, though. I'm still not. I'm still not a believer in Dak Prescott yet. Well, I'm. I'm not so much of a believer now. I did keep him on my fantasy team, and I'm not sure that's going to be the case this year. Keyword fantasy. You got the Packers. Uh, that's a loss. So you're going to look like three and two. You're at the Dolphins. I think you might get a win there. That's four wins. That's after the bye week. Mm-hmm. And then home home against Seattle. I think 
That's a winnable game. That's five. So you're looking at five and three so far. And then going to going to Minnesota. I mean, I th- Minnesota is kind of a team. I'm I'm hearing mixed reactions on some team. Some are saying that with Kirk Cousins there, this team is going to take a bigger step forward and is a good bet to make the Super Bowl. And then others are saying, yeah, let's pump the brakes on them. They might drop off. So you could be. You technically could be five and two after the Seattle game. I'm obviously probably losing games to the Packers and the Patriots. Um, I think you probably lose the Vikings. That's five and three. You're at the Bears. I gave that to the Bears. That's five and four. Then you're against the Panthers. I think that's, I think that's winnable. So then it's six and four. Then the, you're getting at home against the Bears, which I kind of gave you the the slight edge. That's seven. And then you got the Rams at home, but see, you play in a dome, so I think that's going to probably be a loss. I think I think that could be too. I think the Rams are. So we're already at seven games of winning. I mean, they can they go to Arizona. They can. I think they can win there. The Bills should be a gimme, even though it's even though it's in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. Well, the the Bills are a dumpster fire. And then you probably will lose the last two games against eh. the Vikings and at the Packers. Eh, who, so that who, probably will put you at about eight and eight. I mean, eight and eight's honestly what I expect. David, what you got them at? Yeah, I I am going seven and nine. Okay, just going through the schedule. Like there's a lot of winnable games, but then I also expect because Detroit kind of has a knack for getting behind a lot and then telling Matt Stafford, hey, go win games. I think there'll be some games where they fall behind and they just don't have that same kind of fourth quarter magic. And so I think I think it'd be a frustrating season for Lions fans, just knowing the fact that they gave Matt Stafford all this money and kind of it's going to be that, okay, Matt Stafford gets to the playoffs, get to the playoffs. And I don't think he'll get them to the playoffs. And then questions will continue to be asked. Kind of where's the what's the ceiling for Matt Stafford? Is he a franchise quarterback? Is he you know like what like is he enough the weapons and all these other kinds of questions? But I think it'll be if I'm a Lions fan, you kind of know what to expect coming into the season. Well, and another thing is now you got a new coach, Matt Patricia. I know last year Frank and the Lions fans were blaming the coach. You know Caldwell. Now you got Patricia. You're gonna blame him too if they don't do well. They went nine and seven last season, got second in the NFC North, and still fired their coach. Well, most of that was due to Aaron Rodgers not playing most of the year. Oh, that's what it was, right? That give give credit to a guy that's not even on the team. Well, they well they played the Packers twice, so I mean, yeah, and they won in in Lambeau. So that so that one game defined their nine and seven season, huh? Well, and there's probably a couple. There may have been a couple others as well. Okay. Uh, moving on, like I said, they were nine and seven second in 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 the NFC North, which you know was not really that bad. I think uh, the next team we're looking at is the Packers. Where, where do they go now? What what's the deal with them? I think the Packers finish 11-5. I think having Aaron Rodgers gets you at least three wins. Just for his playmaking ability, I think another year of... Like, yes, they lost some big pieces, but I think, again, the Aaron Rodgers factor, huge. And they have 
a pretty decent schedule. I know the meat of their schedule is kind of a murderer's row after their bye week at LA or at the Rams at New England, then kind of a couple cupcake games or a cupcake game home for Miami, then another back to back tough game or at Seattle and at Minnesota. But I think I think eleven and five is pretty on par with what Packers expect from the team. So we got the Bears. They start off. I think that's a win. The Vikings. That could be. That could be a that could be an interesting game. There, they could probably decide the division early on in the season. I don't like to say that all the time, but that could be a possibility. At the Redskins, that's a win. Bills win. Lions win. Forty Niners win. They go out west though against the Rams. That could be a tricky one. Yeah, and I think if I were to choose. Like ten points of five losses, I would say at the Rams, at New England, right. That second game at Minnesota, at Atlanta, or, yeah, at Atlanta. So basically, you're, then, you're giving the first game to the Vikings. So if they beat the Bears, the Vikings, the Redskins, the Bills, the Lions, the Forty ers they'd be six and zero, and then get their first loss against the Rams. So basically, you're saying they win their first six games and lose their next two to go six and two after eight games after the halfway point of the season. Because then they would lose to the yeah. Rams and the Patriots. Yeah. Which and, would be kind of tough because you're going cross country, you're going the Rams, and then the next week you got to go all the way out east to the Patriots. Yeah, and I'm really kind of hesitant even about the San Francisco game just just because kind of the way San Francisco looked, and we don't know kind of with the development of Mr. Trubisky now that he has a full off season to really understand, get in touch with the offense, get himself some weapons. You mean Garoppolo? Or yeah, Garoppolo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think under the lights, San Francisco heading to Green Bay. That that could, I would say here, that could be a shootout. Mm-hmm. And I think Jimmy G and Aaron Rodgers kind of just chucking the ball left and right. I think, like, I don't want to bring fantasy football into this, but I mean, if you have either of those quarterbacks, start them for that game. And then they got the Dolphins, the Seahawks, second time against the Vikings, Cardinals versus the Falcons, those dirty birds, as Julio Jones signed a, you know, a new extension, at the Bears, at the Jets, and versus the Lions to end the season. And I, I probably agree with you, David. I could see them going 11-5 and five with Aaron Rodgers. Now, last season they went 7-9 and nine and were third in the NFC North. Yeah, and... We all know kind of the transactions and bringing in Deshaun Kaza to sit behind Brett Hundley to kind of give a mix. So if Aaron Rodgers does go out, I think that will be huge. Mm. Not only not only kind of negatively for the Packers, but I think does that give an opportunity for Deshaun Kaiser to kind of model a little bit of what Brett Hundley did last year, but as a younger guy. Well, I'll tell you, this, he's in a better situation than he was in Cleveland. I mean, that's not hard at all. Like, that's not hard to do. So I think new greener pastures sitting behind an all-pro MVP, kind of like Aaron Rodgers learning the craft, kind of getting a, getting a second start, really. I think I wouldn't be surprised if we – obviously we're going to see Deshaun Kaiser in the preseason. I wouldn't be surprised maybe a game here or there if kind of playoff seeds are wrapped up. Maybe we'll see Deshaun Kaiser late in the 
later in the season. Hmm. All right, now we move on to the Vikings, 13 and 3, first in the NFC North. Then they pick up Kirk, not Kurt, Kirk Cousins. Mister, you like that? Yeah, you and a Michigan State. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, I've like I said, I've heard some mixed reaction with the Vikings because some say, yeah, they're going to win the division again. Their Cousins is an upgrade over Case Keenum, and then there's other people saying, nah, no, there's still some other areas they need to be better in. Let I me, mean, I'll let David preach on this. Yeah, go ahead and preach, David. Yeah, I the Vikings going twelve and four and we winning the NFC North again. I just think, even though so they get a schedule, one game a one game regression. They went thirteen and three. He said twelve and four. Yeah, and I think just looking at the schedule, I think Seattle or not Seattle losing to New England, losing to the Rams, losing to Philadelphia, and then either New Orleans or against Green Bay. I think one of those two at home they'll drop. And I think more likely New Orleans just because New Orleans is going to come there wanting retribution for the playoff collapse last season. And, again, high-powered offense, playing in a dome stadium. And we, we know New Orleans kind of is greater show on turf 2.0. But, yeah, I think it's not going to be that much of a drop-off. Yes, I know Kirk Cousins is injury-prone, you know, injury accident-prone, prone to make the weird pass. And, and prone and, to get very emotional and say, you like that, you like that. Yeah. But, but I think the change, change of scenery will be good for him, I think. It's not as though Minnesota was that far away from the Super Bowl. I mean, they did you know, get the break speed off them by Philadelphia. But, like, did anyone see that coming? No. And I still think Minnesota, their calling card is going to be decent. They're getting back Dalvin Cook, who was lighting up a lot of eyes before he got injured. You have the weapons and digs and ceiling. Like, they have all the pieces necessary to be a legitimate Super Bowl contender, like we've been saying for at least the past three seasons. You like that? You like that? <laughs> I think we're going to get a lot of that next season with the, the Vikings. You like that? You like that? You feel feel the same way? Yeah, I, I think Vikings fans will like his production. Oh yeah. Do I think he'll throw for you know, five thousand like yards and like you forty like touchdowns? No, but I, th- I think it'll be like he'll have a respectable yardage. He'll have a respectable touchdown interception ratio. But pretty we... mi- middle of the pack QB, you know, QB rating. This is well, but we say this: they will be first place in the NFC North. You like that? You like that? Can we can we all basically agree on that? That will they'll probably be first in the NFC North, uh, second is the Packers, and then possibly I, I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna go. I think the Bears will probably have one more year in the cellar. So my predictions are this, and I kind of agree with David: it'll go Vikings. Pack or Vikings, Packers, Lions, Bears. Oh my, that sounds about right, David. Yep. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good uh, uh, a thought. There. Any final thoughts on this, fellas? Yeah. I again, I think that cross division rivalry, cross division games, 
that the NFC North have with the West and the NFC West and the NFC East will tell us a lot about kind of the Vikings' chances, not only this season, but where they stack up in like the top tier of the NFL. Okay. Uh, well, I'm, 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 I'm waiting to see that. We'll see what happens there, uh, David. Frank, you got any final words? I know you were upset about the kittens. Well, I pretty much said what needs to be said. You had to get it off your chest, huh? Yeah, though. I don't. I mean, look. I think it's kind of. I think it is kind of ridiculous to say that the Lions are gonna finish six and ten. And, but you know we'll we'll see what happens with it's the just a, first year. For one, you're you, you're going well. The AFC East is kind of garbage, no, so you get the Patriots. But the NFC North is just a tough division. Probably like we mentioned, it's probably the second best division in the league. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't disagree with that. Maybe in the other years, or maybe last year, maybe with it, with the injury of Rodgers, this would have been a good year for the Lions to make the come up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He said. He said. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick commercial break here. And uh, when we come back, we'll talk the, about the NFC North. Once again, thanks to for everyone that uh, joined us on live here. What we're going to do, I'm not going to split that segment. I'm just going to, you're going to listen to some of the commercials that we got going on here. Like plug this up here and uh, start playing the music as a, about that light. Like that beat? Yeah, right there. David, you ready for the AFC North? Uh, predictions. I mean, you guys already know who I think is at the top. So, oh, you like the Cleveland Browns? <laughs> yeah, we know, David. <laughs> no, we're just joking. Well, we'll find out. Stick around here on eighty-eight point three WCTs. After further review, we're going to still keep it here on the live. You'll listen to a couple of the commercials, but on the podcast, make sure you check us out on SoundCloud and on. Uh, iTunes. It's WHD's After Further Read with a picture of Frank Vasher and the horse's head. There's a new picture coming up pretty soon. Yes, a new picture is coming up soon. And also, I'll ask about Frank's B on his hat. Is it for Boston or is it for Blissfield? That's what I thought. Those are the Blissfield. At the the American Legion Post 325 Wood Bat League Zone. Okay, Aluminum Bat League Zone 3700. Well, Frank, we'll, we'll explain that when we get your mic back on here. But uh, stay tuned. More uh, after further re- re- review as we return, as we review the AFC North or one of the Comedy Central of divisions in the NFL. We'll be back after this. <laughs> 